welcome to my podcast, I Don't Know How It Happened But, with me, Annie Hayes-Pantony, yoga business owner, actress, and definitely menopausal. For years, I wanted to do stand-up, but hey, I'm not funny. So I thought, at least if I come on here, I won't get heckled. I'd love you to join me on this crazy little ride called midlife. So, if you're a woman on this roller coaster and you'd like tips, advice, insight into my research on signs and symptoms, I can hopefully help you through yours. It'll be inspirational, playful, educational and thought-provoking, funny, witty, sometimes gritty, and possibly the occasional tears. So hey, grab a cuppa, get comfy, and join me, the host, with my foggy brain and, and, um, hey, why don't you just listen? Hello, and welcome back to, I don't know how it happened, but... Um, it's how my life rolls. You're listening to Annie. So welcome back for those of you who've listened before. And if this is new to you, go back and listen to the other episodes because you are going to learn so much. I'm all about, at the moment, sharing as much information as I can to ladies who are heading towards or in the middle of or on their way out of perimenopause and menopause. I'm post-menopause and I want to help you ladies. Um, I really, really do. I've been, I've been talking a lot about the menopause lately to everybody, everybody, men, women, like everybody, and just getting lots of different views, trying to share other people's stories as well with you, because uh, I think it's important to get this from people who are going through it too. So do let me know if you've got anything that you would like me to talk about, and I absolutely will. Today, I'm flying solo, so no guests with me today, but I do have a sensitive subject to talk about, and I'll tell you at the end about um, my next week's guest. But firstly, can I just share a funny one with you? It wasn't funny at the time, can I just tell you that? But there is a little bit of a moral to the tale. So... I feel like I'm, um, oh, did you used to watch uh, the two Ronnies and the little one, Ronnie Corbett, used to sit in a, a big armchair telling a joke, but his joke would go on for about, it felt like an hour, uh, and he'd go off on a tangent. So clever though. His was really planned. Mine is just, my brain doesn't work quickly enough, so if I go off on tangents, that's just the way it is at the moment. So anyway... I was in bed, actually having a really good night's sleep, for a change, let's say, at the moment, and uh, in a deep sleep, and I'm really having weird dreams at the moment, but this particular night, two nights ago, I woke up, well, basically by the sound of smashing glass. Well, clearly, I jumped out of my skin also jumped out of the bed and ran down the stairs because I honestly thought somebody has just broken into my house. So I went downstairs, um, didn't even think about it. I was just down there within seconds uh, to catch whoever it was downstairs. Uh, no one was there, thankfully. Um, and But I definitely heard smashing glass. You know, there was a thought in my mind that thought, did I actually just make that up? Did I, was I dreaming it? But I wasn't because my husband followed me down. Um, He wasn't as quick as I was, but he came down. Anyway, 
checked everything, uh, went back up to bed. Um, I've got to share this with you. I actually, I only had a pair of knickers on. So even if I had gone down, I think anyone I met downstairs would have been out of that door as quick as you like. Um, Flipsy and Flopsy were out and I'm not talking about my cats. I actually haven't got any cats, but you know what I mean. So they were out and, well, let's just say it would have been a a sight. Um, So anyway, went back up to bed and Hobby was like, why did you just do that? And at first I thought he was like, why did you wake me up? And I said, what, wake you up? And he went, no, of course not. Why did you go down? You know, you shouldn't have just run down the stairs like that. I would have gone down. So I was like, oh God, I I didn't even think about it. So then, as the night went on, I then started having heart palpitations. I started to go into a little bit of shock, I think. Um, And that's your fight or flight that just kicks in, doesn't it? You just don't think and you just... You know, you just go for it. Whatever it is that has um, frightened you, you you step up to the mark, I guess. Anyway, and then when it wears off, you're left with this kind of anxious feeling. So then I started imagining that, oh my God, what if there was someone there and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so I, um, I did. Luckily, I'm very lucky to have the tools of my yoga. Um, so I was doing my yogic breathing that we practiced in the first podcast there you go that will make some of you go back and listen to the first one but it's really helpful on a serious note like it really is and not just with things that frighten you but that waking up in the night with hot flushes that some of us get um you know calm the nervous system focus on a nice slow calm breath to bring you um you know back into a calm state so that hopefully even if you can't get back to sleep ladies at night try not to stress about it as long as you are resting that's the most important thing now one thing the kind of little moral to this little tale is one put flipsy and flopsy away uh, no i'm joking i'm joking that they're not going away um it's what is it <laughs> Oh yeah, it was, I looked at the clock when I went back up to bed and it was 3.42. Now those of you who listen regularly, you know I wake up at 3am on the button every single night. Well I didn't. So now I'm thinking, am I going through the night a bit longer? Is this the beginning of my night sleep getting to be through the night and waking up in the morning? That would be amazing. So I'll keep you posted on that one. Um, But today's subject, ladies, on a serious note, I think it's, I'm not going to say it's an embarrassing um, symptom, but I, you know, you can get into embarrassing situations because of this particular one. It's urine. Increased frequency of urination. Urinary incontinence, leaking, painful urination. Yep, for some ladies it hurts to go for a wee. And I'm not talking about when you've got um, a urine infection. It can just be painful, although that is um, something that can happen. But just painful for some to go for a pee. And also uh, nighttime peeing, like constantly. Now... 
the, this is a symptom of menopause and this is definitely a symptom that I had no idea was going to come. I didn't get it in perimenopause. I'm now post-menopause, so I'm at that stage where I've had my period, um, has stopped for a year, and now I'm in the post-menopause. So this, for me, is definitely a symptom. I just find that um, all of a sudden I'm just desperate for a wee, but with no prior signals from my brain to tell me, it's just there immediately. And then, you know, I'm going to get completely honest here, then I'll go to the toilet and minutes later I just feel like, oh, I need another wee again. I've only just come down the stairs, but I have to go back. And it's just bizarre. And then you go sit down again and there's like a trickle. Um, now, all of this, there's a few reasons this can happen, but it can be brought on by... Um, it's like laxity of the muscles, and that can be simply from changes in hormones, and especially the decrease in the estrogen. So this happened, you know, the estrogen fluctuates a lot, it goes up and down and up and down, and then when you get later on into the menopause, it kind of starts to decrease a bit more. Um, it could be weakened pelvic muscles, and it's also uh, the thinning of membranes, which are um, really common causes with these difficulties. Is it a difficulty or is it just, I know it's annoying, I know that much, um, but it, it is, isn't it? It's um, a symptom that, I guess, you know, for some can be embarrassing, you know, if you're literally going to wet your knickers. I mean, let's face it, ladies, this is what I'm trying to say, that this can happen. Um, and the bladder symptoms, I mean, they can be really distressing, but they are treatable. They are treatable. Um, a weakening of your pelvic floor muscles, it, this is really common in perimenopause. And you may not even notice that you kind of have a leakage of pee, but this can happen like when you cough, when you sleep, or when you jump. I don't know why you'd be jumping, but you might. Um, I guess if you're doing, I don't know, some of you might be runners, and it could happen then. Star jumps, who knows? You know, whatever you're doing. Um, trampolining, you know, all of this, and things like that. Star jumps and trampolining, I mean... They're out of the question for me at the moment. Um, Post-menopause, uh, women find that literally all of a sudden you have to sprint to the toilet. I mean, there's your running in order to make it in time. And like I said a moment ago, there really is little warning from your brain. You're not actually even going to believe me, but I had to pause then. If you notice a little blip there, I had to pause the recording because I had to run indoors to have a pee. Like, you couldn't write it. Like, I literally had to just do that. So, yeah, there you have it. Oh, my goodness. Um, oh, now I'm going to lose my train of thought with you, ladies. So, um, it, th yeah, okay. So, this symptom. Uh, so, how can we help? How can we help it? Uh, drink a steady amount of water throughout the day, but try to avoid drinking lots and lots of fluids late at night. Um, and it's possible, um, as we discussed last week, that if you maintain a healthy weight and maybe 
um, you know, consult a nutritionist or just make sure that you have a healthy diet um, that has plenty of alkaline foods, roughage, uh, probiotics, and uh, not too much refined sugar. Like, honestly, ladies, I know there's a lot of... Um, there's been a lot in on the TV over the past couple of years about, you know, too much sugar. I think it's something we all know. You know, I, I'm sure we do. Um, it's just difficult, isn't it? Because there are lots of things we really like. Uh, a nutritionist might uh, recommend supplements like vitamin B and C. And what they do is they help to maintain collagen and elasticity which is so important. Um, it's important. It's as important to the skin and also the membranes. Like I said, they become thinner as the estrogen level drops. Any support that we can uh, give that, you know, it's all helpful. I'm going to say something you might not like, uh, cutting back on alcohol, caffeine, they're not our friends. I'm sorry. They're not our friends. So just be a little bit more aware of your intake of these. I know, I know. All of this can be quite tough, but to be honest, I think it's more about at least moderation. And just think about it. If if you're finding, say like some other um, of your symptoms, if you are someone who, for example, suffers with night sweats, question, you know, you don't have to put up with it. If if you just think about, hang on a minute, how much am I drinking? How much sugar am I eating? You know, just the, just a few tweaks in your nutrition, you know, in your, um, your intake of food is going to help you. Now, if it really does become a major problem, ladies, go to the doctors. Don't be embarrassed. Like, go. This is a symptom. It's a symptom. Um, and there is plenty of health help out there and honestly please don't suffer in silence uh you know what wear panty liners this is something that I spoke about at the weekend I was away with some friends in the Cotswolds and we we were discussing panty liners and why not why not it you know surely a panty liner is more comfortable than having a little wet patch in your knickers and I'm sorry you know I'm just saying it as it is. Um, I'll tell you what, though. I really, I don't know about you, but you know those adverts? I'm not even going to advertise which ones, what brand it is, but they, um, the adverts I just find so frustrating, and it isn't because I think it's embarrassing. I think it's just, do you, don't, when you see these adverts, have you noticed that all the women are about 20 now, I'm not saying, you know, I know that there could be a very, you know, there's a minority of women who come into early menopause, but on average, it is 40s on average. Um, it just seems to be so unrealistic, put it that way. But honestly, wear panty liners, you know, surely that's better than a damp feeling of leaking if that's happening to you. Um, if you don't suffer with this, brilliant. But can I just say, if you do, and anyway, get into a habit of 
doing some regular strengthening exercises for your pelvic floor muscles. Um, I, I, you could, you know, do it when you're brushing your teeth. You don't even have to be um, lying down. You could be on a bus. Now, I'm not suggesting that you just go and get on a bus just so that you can do these exercises. I'm just saying you can literally do them anywhere, anywhere at all. And it's kind of, if you think about, it's if well, it's basically doing an exercise that you feel like you're trying to stop yourself having a pee. So it's those internal um, muscles in your pelvic area. In yoga, it's your mulabanda. So if you do yoga, ladies, and you understand, that's your mulabanda. So it's this internal muscle. And it's, you know, you can squeeze and release, squeeze and release. And literally, if you could do that, um, 10 pelvic floor lifts, five times a day. You know, you could do it when you brush your teeth, that's twice a day. Um, If you're standing in a queue, so every time you stand in the queue at your supermarket, whichever one you go to, I would like you to do pelvic floor lifts. No one will know. No one needs to know. If you're putting the kettle on and you're waiting for the kettle to boil, do some pelvic floor um, squeezes so that we really do strengthen that area. Um, you know, and I know, I know I'm a yoga teacher and I do pelvic floor muscles and even still now and again but I don't get the leakage I just need to go to the toilet um more frequently so really um do concentrate on that when you do them uh, remain with your like sorry maintain your focus on um just tightening the pelvic floor muscles so you be careful that you don't flex the muscles in your abdomen Uh, your abdominal muscles basically or your thighs or your buttocks so just try to avoid any other tension in the other muscles so try and relax those so that you really are getting straight into that muscle Um, avoid holding your breath instead your breath should be uh, freely flowing during the exercise and yeah just repeat it every day 10 to 15 times five times a day and you'll see the difference. You really will. And if you'd like a more uh, intense pelvic floor exercise, then I teach one where you lie down. Um, I teach it in my yoga practice. So if you would like that, I'm happy to record it, like just a little snippet of the exercise. Write to me on Instagram, Let Life Be Yoga, and I'll just pop that onto you as well. Anything else? Going back just briefly, uh, I said to you about eating alkaline food. And so some of you might have been thinking, well, are you going to tell us what that is? So just I'll just give you a few things here. Cucumber, bell peppers, cacao peppers, avocado, spinach, kale, bananas, broccoli, root veg, basil, I found it very hard to say basil without actually doing a Sybil 40 impression because that's another job that I do. I play Sybil. So yeah, eat lots of basil. Uh, And yeah, I just thought I'd tell you those. Now, I hope that's helped, ladies. And as always, you know, you can write in, I've just said. Next week, next week, I have a guest. I have a guest. Tammy 
she used to be a nurse and we are going to be discussing HRT so do tune in for that one Um, I think you're gonna I think if you're sitting on the fence about it I think it might sway you Um, I'm not going to say which way Uh, tune in and you'll find out before we go I've got to do it haven't I I don't know how it happened but now this is Uh, it's in the subject of urination Uh, so here we go I was on stage can I this is quite a good few years ago I was in my 20s I think late 20s and I was in a show called oh god my brain what was it it was um oh really Annie what's it what's it called I don't know why I'm asking you you don't know um Crazy for you, crazy for you, there it is. Uh, Yeah, I was in Crazy for You. And there's a scene where myself and one of the the dancers, Karen, I was a dancer in this show, uh, we were on stage and we had these beautiful costumes. They were like showgirl costumes, full of diamantes and beautiful big headdresses that were very heavy, I have to say. And we were kind of dressing the stage. So we were standing near the, well, we are right at the back, but it was almost as if if the audience were watching the stage, it looked like we were performing to an audience. And the people who were talking at the front of the stage were talking about the show that was going on. Um, So yeah, it's like a show within a show. Anyway, we knew that at a particular point in the dialogue, the pair of us had to walk past each other and then the character was going to walk up past us and then he would be at the front, at the back. It's getting very confusing, isn't it? Anyway, let's let's just get to the point, shall we? I'm being Ronnie Corbett again. So, anyway, myself and Karen, her name is, I'm not going to divulge her surname, but her name's Karen. She'll know who she is. Um... We had to walk past each other, which we did elegantly in our beautiful costumes. But as we crossed past each other, our headdresses got caught and we got entangled with each other. So as we started walking past each other, we were stuck and we were pulling like deers that are stuck together with their antlers. We couldn't get apart. We absolutely couldn't. And we were like, oh my God, he's coming up. He's going to start walking through us any second. Anyway, we're pulling with all our might. With with that, we kind of got the giggles. Oh my God, I've never, ever, ever, ever laughed on stage before or after this event. So if anyone's out there wanting me to be in a show or a film or anything, I don't, uh, this doesn't happen. I've never done it since. And I definitely have never done the next bit since either. So we're, try- we're trying to stop ourselves laughing. What happens when you try and stop laughing? Yeah, just like what happens in the menopause. You wet yourself. So me and Karen actually were giggling, stopped ourselves laughing, but obviously our shoulders, I'm doing the actions now, I'm not wetting myself. Our shoulders were going up and down, up and down. And she was like, oh my God, I'm going to wet myself. And I was like, yeah, me too. And then also she's like, no, no, I've wet myself. And I was like, me too. Now, mine was just kind of trickling down my tights. Sorry, ladies, that's gross. Karen, she made a whole puddle on the floor. She literally made a puddle. Oh my God. And then with that, the guy walked past us and then we were off. Well, all of our 
kind of dance. Your friends were in the wings waiting to come on to do a big tap routine. Oh my God. Yeah, you guessed it. They had to do a tap. It was like singing in the rain. (laughs) Oh my God. I've just admitted this on a podcast live that we both were ourselves on stage. Sorry. It's true. But hey, it's fitting for the podcast. So I don't know how it happened, ladies, but in my 20s, I wet my knickers on stage. Um, oh my God, Karen, I nearly said your surname then. Uh, Karen actually went off and started drying her tights under the heater. Oh, sorry, this is getting worse. I'm going to leave it there. But I've never done it since. That's the, that's the but. Never. So I am safe to hire. Hire? That's not... I'm not... I don't hire myself out. I'm safe to employ or... Oh, what is it? What's the word? On it, I'm going to leave it there because my brain is... It's not happening. So, ladies, yay! Please do some pelvic floor muscles. Please eat healthily. Please tune in next week and listen to the wonderful Tammy and all her um, amazing advice on HRT. Yep. That's the subject next week. Have an absolute gorgeous week, ladies. Please write to me on Instagram at Let Life Be Yoga and let me know your thoughts. And if you would like that pelvic floor exercise, it isn't the one I spoke about, it's another one. It's one that you do do, do do, that you do when you are lying down. So it's a little bit more intense. So if you'd like that, let me know. I'll pop that to you. Have a wonderful week and do tune in again. Take care, ladies. Lots of love. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. Please do subscribe and leave a review and rating. Well, if it's good. Or better still, let me know if you've got any I don't know how it happened moments or maybe a question on the menopause. You can message me on Instagram at Let Life Be Yoga, Facebook at Let Life Be Yoga, or why don't you let life be yoga? You could come and do a class with me. Why not? I've been your host, Annie Hayes-Pantony, and I really hope you join me again soon. Take care.